Hey, 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 hey. I used to work with a, a sound engineer, and his nickname was Hey, hey. Hey, hey. And because he used to do his, his, his sound check, hey, 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 hey. And that's how he got his nickname. And so I, I, See, that's, why you I, don't that's how I, I do a sound check, hey, hey. From that's hey, why hey. you don't do the sound check. One I have to bleep that out. <laughs> Thanks for Are you recording that as well? Yeah, just to the <laughs> microphones. Here we are in episode number eight. Well done, you didn't say so. I didn't say so. Yeah, I'm kind I of like stopping the here that. we are thing, that was good. I'm, it's a, I'm conditioning myself now not to say the S word. I'll try my best. I'll Should I just slap you when you say it? Like a kind you of... No, just keep you brought on, uh, have you brought another bottle of uh, vodka this week? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm working my way through the uh, classics. See, I don't even know... Ty- I was going to say, I'm working my way through types of vodka. I don't know if there are kinds of vodka. Is there just one? Is it like whiskey? There's, there's, is it Belvedere vodka? That's supposed to be Quite, quite nice. You could be making things up now. I have no I idea. Did, um, I did a gig. Here we go. Oh, for drop. I did gig. oh, I've spoken about it before um, in, in Dubai. Oh! Uh, like, that's why they had uh, buckets on the on the tables and they had bottles of Belvedere vodka in, right. on each bucket. It was, I don't know, so I assume that's quite a good Hell one. Hell of a kid's party, that one, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, show off, oh, said the word. Ah! Drink the vodka. Belvedere! Let's start the show. <laughs> Your choice is simple. Join us and live in peace, or pursue your present course and face obliteration. Something is happening. It's all part of the plan. We ain't gonna stand for no weirdness out here. Welcome to Midlife Curiosity. This is episode number seven of Midlife Curiosity. Sponsored you, by yeah, you ruined that introduction. You ruined that introduction. <laughs> I'll try again. Stay quiet. Stay I'm gonna quiet. do the bit. During this bit. This bit. This bit now. Now. Right. Shh. Shh. This is episode number seven of Midlife Curiosity. I'm Andrew Green. I'm John Holt. And here we go. So. Oh! oh awesome. Ruined. So and anyway, we're into the episode. Let's talk about things. Not vodka related Not things. Not vodka related. I can't take any more. <laughs> so how, how's things been with you? All good. All good. Um, I wanted to talk today actually about one of um, some of my productivity tips because that's what we're all about here in Midlife Curiosity. We're talking about We're life. all about here yeah, in the we're, team. We're talking about things that we do to make our life better. We're trying to find our way in the world and trying to improve ourselves one step at a time. I actually forgot that's what we were talking about. You're was, right. Actually, yeah, remember, remember when we started this? We had an ideology, didn't we? We had a plan. Yes. And then were the um, days. And so one of the tools that I, I used recently, and it was actually when I went on holiday, was... Um, it was a kind of virtual PA, like an answering service, really. Probably not a complete virtual PA, um, which is essentially a, a company that would run your diary and, and act as a secretary. Yeah. This was just an answering, answering service. But the reason I use it is, what I find is when I go on holiday, is the the phone kind of doesn't ring as it would normally. And I think what I worked it out that when you go abroad... Obviously, we get inquiries for for gigs and, yeah. and events and for work, and we we're like a one man band essentially with with our our business. So we've got to take the calls and and different things. Um, and if you miss a call, it could, it's your it's your kind of livelihood, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. What I found when I went away is if I'm in a foreign country, if people would phone up, they would hear the foreign ringing tone and either mistake it for an engaged tone or think, oh no, that person's away or there's something wrong with the phone, and then they'd hang up. Does that happen? I didn't yeah. realise you got a foreign, but, like... Yeah, it's ah. like a kind of, like a long, kind of different yeah. tone. And so what 
what would happen is because they would hang up before it would connect my side, I'd go away on holiday and for a whole week or two weeks, the phone wouldn't ring. I'd still get emails and stuff like that, but I tend not to do those in, uh, or, you know, do them at one point of a day. Yeah. So it doesn't take up, you don't want to be doing it when you're on holiday. But you didn't, you don't necessarily want the phone to ring either, but it just wasn't ringing at all. And so I assumed that this was the problem. And so I looked into um, different answering services and, and, a, and a friend of mine locally worked for a company. They're actually based just down the road from me, but that didn't really matter. A company called Money Penny, which I think is a brilliant name yeah, for a, great, a secretary, yeah. like an online secretary. You want the secretary that Bond would have. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's going to get, yeah. Um, so they, they were called Money Penny, and basically they just answered the phone. And so you, I did like a, a kind of consultation call with them where I explained my business and what I would do. And I gave them essentially a script of how I answer the phone and, and what information I need them to gather for me. And they had an app that, that would send me notifications. And they they would literally do give me the information in any way that I wanted it, and which was the best for me. Yeah. And it was absolutely fantastic now I was always a bit wary of the cost of these kind of things it wasn't massively expensive but it's still a cost that you think yeah. oh do I need that you know I've never had it before I think it worked out at about 150 pounds 140 150 pounds for How? for a month All right. and that, that kind of worked out about 30 so calls or something like that right. I was only going to be away for two weeks um so I thought, well, that's kind of two a day, maybe, two calls a day. And that, that didn't re- rely on, uh, it didn't include if they were like people's sales calls or they were trying to sell you something, they I, they appreciate oh, it's that. genuine. That genuine. Right. If somebody wanted, it was in a business inquiry, that would count as a call. Okay. So on average, I would say uh, I probably get about eight, eight emails a day, inquiries, and on average, maybe two or three calls. More people inquire via online like sort of text that's and, a lot I'm very envious of that well I pay a lot for advertising so it kind of mm. I generate a bulk really and not they don't some of them are just inquiries so they never sort of turn into anything but but yeah so I, I average it about sort of two or three calls a day yeah so uh, but then also there's weekends as well which it changes different days so I, w- I thought two two calls a day would be would be great I have to say it was absolutely fantastic and worth every penny and I genuinely would have it running all the time if I could do because it I felt it felt more professional as well because people were sort of calling they'd leave a message the girl would answer as if it was my company yeah so he's not available to take the call right now um can I take some message what's it re- you know regarding is it an event she'd take all the information and she would send it me uh, via, well, it came via email, and it came via app as well. And so at the end of the day, I'd just collate all the different emails and I'd just answer them all. I have little templates in my phone, like yeah. copy and paste. It'd speed up the process, answer them all. And people were fine about it, you know. They were just, they would understand it because they'd spoken to somebody. They knew that it was being dealt with. It wasn't uh, leaving an answer machine hoping that you'd phone back. Mm. That it just went straight to them. They answered the call. It was absolutely fantastic, and it paid for itself. I think we we went away on I think it was a Wednesday. By the Thursday morning, because of the time difference, by the time I got up on the Thursday morning, it paid for itself. Well, and I was going to say uh, 150 quid for the month, one gig that you get via that. Yeah, easy. Yeah, it, it, it was absolutely fantastic, and <clears throat> also it it just felt more professional it felt like everything was being dealt with i didn't have to worry about my business I, it was all it put into nice little pockets of information and i could deal with it when i had the time that wasn't going to affect my time with sort of my wife and and because yeah. i i wanted to be present you know on the holiday 
you know, those kind of, we were into Disneyland and, you know, see, it's lots of things going on. And yeah. I wanted to experience the whole thing. So, you know, I didn't want to be dipping in and out of my business. I wanted to be able to enjoy it and do my business when it was appropriate. And it did. It helped me do that. It saved so much time. Obviously, there were other companies out there, but I would recommend the company that I had. You had yeah. the same girl answered the, the phone every time. It would divert it straight through to this. So if I knew that if somebody messaged me or said, I've been trying to get in touch with you, I've left a message with your, your assistant. I said, oh, yeah, and the girl was called Paige. I said, yeah, Paige is taking, uh, taking all my calls at the moment. So, yeah, I'll deal with it, you know, whatever. And it just actually felt really professional. And I would genuinely have it running all the time yeah. if it was appropriate. I, I may consider doing it again and having it if I miss a call. Yeah. So it would go through to, to her or to whoever was running working my account that time. Um, you know, that might be worth it. But I think generally it's better for me to answer the calls, not to switch it off, switch my phone off and never answer it again. Yeah. That um, was that was going to be the one thing I was going to say. So presumably what you're paying money penny for is to answer it and say, oh, it's not available at the moment. Send me, and, and that you've given them what? you need to know yes so yeah. where's Find your party what it is, where it is yeah. how, you know, what is it for when all that kind of like thing like an inquiry form say yes. get this information and then yeah. you email Absolutely. do you so the only thing you're really losing is you speaking to the client yes does that change anything do you tend to I, I didn't I, I found it, it it made it in some ways that it was more professional that people were like oh great it's been dealt with you know they're speaking to a proper company because a lot of people say, because I, I prefer to do it via email, mostly for the fact that you get everything written down. Yeah. You don't mishear Dorsetters, some weird yeah. town in Scotland or something like that, yeah, and yeah, you end yeah. up in the wrong place. But yeah, a lot of people say, oh, I, I always want to, I don't take bookings via email. I always speak to them on the phone because they're not. And I, I think it's easier to convert a, a conversation into a booking yeah. than an email. Because sometimes an email inquiry would take two or three times to get back because they haven't they, they get the reply and then they don't do anything with it. Yeah. Whereas if you've got somebody on the phone and you say, "Do you, would you like to go ahead?" They've yeah. got that option to say yes or no, or if it's not a no, it's a I need to check something and then I'll get back to you. Yeah. And so I think you can convert more. Well, personally, you can convert more, but it's more time consuming to do it's that very on the intensive, phone. isn't it because it has to be you has to be there and, and your then. energy level has to be up on the phone and sometimes you, yeah. you know when some you know if you've had a late night and you, you've you've had a lie-in and somebody's phoning <laughs> you and you're like oh and you've got you got to switch that's it on me, that's me on form that <laughs> <laughs> yeah you got money yeah book me so it was yeah it was a fantastic service and and i'm certainly going to use it again yeah absolutely going to use it again because it, even it, easier now because they've got yeah all the details all I have to do is switch it on again and like you get a sort of discounts if you run in a permanent sort of yeah. uh, thing you know it's, it's cheaper than than if you just have like ad hoc mm. but i don't know whether i would i would run it all the time i don't know maybe i will maybe i'll give it a go but i would certainly recommend that as a productivity tool and also to make sure that you're not missing things because sometimes if people phone and they it's engaged and there's sometimes people don't like to leave messages um or you don't even get the information that you need people phone up and say oh i'll be interested in we've got a, a party coming up um i want to i'm interested in booking you for it yeah, and they don't give you any information other than that, which means you've you got to phone them back. Intuitive. And again, if you're on holiday, you yeah. can't, you don't want to do that, or it's expensive, or it's it's just not the right time. You can't catch them. So yeah. this guarantees you get the information that you need, uh, or you know, the, somebody who who speaks to the person. If they, even if they don't want to leave them information, that at least they know that 
it's been dealt with. Because they don't need to know anything about your business, really, do they? Uh, no, Penny, they really. just need well, they to do. know. They speak to you and yeah. they chat about it and they're very, very good. But they just need to know, oh, these are the facts that Andy needs to get a booking. So yeah. these are the things. So I need to know where it Absolutely, is. Absolutely, yeah. But like you say, on Facebook, I'll get messages saying, are you free for an, a Christmas party? And they go, well... It. Well, I am free for one, yes, but, you know, there are quite a few variables here. And, <laughs> yeah. and also, there's that thing about, it's not just eight, to, you know, tell me about, you know, give me some details about your event. Like, yes. on Saturday, I did a gig for a corporate event. It was only 14 people, but the the boss said, oh, we're quite introverted, so we wouldn't want a stand-up show, but if you could just do things around the table. That's the kind of stuff that actually makes it helpful, because I yeah. think a lot of people would be like, oh, it's 14 people, you'd be best to do this. Yeah. Like a template thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, when actually, you, you need a bit more, you know. Yeah, to- you need to have a chat about it. But that's true of any business, isn't it? You know, yeah. you, you, every business has got its different elements, and, and unless you can, you can pin it down, when somebody phones or contacts you, they don't necessarily know everything about the business or how it works. In fact, that's often the reason why they're phoning you, yeah. so that they can get more information. So they don't necessarily know what, to give in advance. Yeah. And so it's kind of been able to kind of channel that. And, and I thought this was a really, really good good option. And I think 140, 150 pounds, it, it's a For a great, peaceful holiday for two for, weeks. Absolutely. I didn't answer my phone once. Does but, it divert all calls? Uh, so it, if I phoned you and said, oh, no, you can set things up for emergencies or you can, you can put certain numbers through. So what I did is I diverted sort of in, like family and friends through to uh, my wife's phone. So do that via an app then? You do it through an app. You can you can press switch on and off as whenever you want. So if you go into a meeting or if you go into something, you can turn it on and it will then divert all your calls through to that company while you, you're busy so you don't miss anything. But important calls, yeah. obviously, you know, you don't want, you know, an emergency call going through to a, a an answering service. Yeah. So those you can divert through to automatically. They'll go dive straight through to somebody else's phone. So I only have one phone for business. I'm personal. Yeah. Um, so I, I kind of diverted it through to my, to my wife's phone, which was fine. But we, there was no problem. But, you know, it's just it's very good, very flexible. Yeah, it's. Um, I think a lot of people are daunted by stuff like that, but it's, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I think so. It's uh, it's 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 seriously worth it, and uh, yeah, it was uh, so money penny. Very very. I was going to say just just for the cuteness of saying I've got money penny. Yes. Yeah, it's very bondy. Speaking of money penny. Uh, so yes, uh, really really good. Um, so that's my productivity tip of the week. <laughs> John, Mister John Holt. <laughs> well done. I'm not saying so. Uh, this is very difficult not to say the word it's... so. So. Oh. <laughs> That was literally the oh. best gag I've ever oh, heard. Dear. You totally didn't mean to do that. <laughs> it's totally... Mr. John Holt, what have you been curious about this week? Well, um, we might as well stick with the uh, productivity tips. Let's do this. Um, I found a way to obliterate the word so... F- no, I haven't. Um, I've... One of the new things I'm doing is this copywriting thing, and it's, it's really weird setting up something new yeah. and uh, looking at the practice, because you are, you know... The, when you've done something for years, you're kind of set in your ways and, and things like Did that. Just give an outline of what you, what it actually is you've created. Well, it, well, I kind of um, I write copy for businesses, so it's things like sales pages, e- email yeah. autoresponders, broadcast emails, that kind of thing. Um, it's kind of salesman imprint. So people, people, uh, businesses want to communicate what they offer and value. And you know, if you've got a lead magnet. It, you don't want to just send that out. You want to follow it up with a sequence of emails that make yeah. sure they get the value out of it, make sure they get some value out of the emails and, and so that you establish yourself as a credible expert. Um, 
So it's that kind of stuff. And it's also things like web pages and sales letters and stuff like that. It's about using words to really highlight the value of what you're offering and how it can ta- make their life better. Because okay. a lot of people just say, oh, I do magic tricks at weddings. You go, well, that's not really telling people what you do. You you give them the chance to sit back and relax and enjoy their day while they guess. I, I, I no, never do don't. that. Yeah, never you, do that. <laughs> well, in your case, you're going to stare awkwardly at the bride's breasts. Uh, I never it... do that. <laughs> and I just formally put this out there. I never do that. If my Anymore. wife is listening, I never do that. And he just says so. I just, I just... You should do that in magic. So, take probably cut. do. I'm going to you're gonna have to curb that. Anyway, so what is it that you do that's different uh, with your kind of copyright? Because well, it is a bit, bit unusual. Yeah, the thing is... Not many people have experience of writing stuff and, and they see it from their own standpoint. So as a magician, when I first started, it was, oh, I do magic at your wedding and stuff like that. And you think, but you really need to tap into what that actually does, what's in it for them. And you need to communicate that in the way that makes sense and isn't just a hard sell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's a structure to doing that and there's a way of doing it um, that isn't quite in your face and bullshit and just saying, here's why you should book me, stuff like that. You can offer value and you can do it in a kind of soft way and a a, a more calculated, not calculated, that makes it sound like you're manipulating people, but you can do it in a way that has structure and is more powerful. How's it all going? It's not going too bad, actually. I've, I've... I thought you were going to say it's not going well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah. you're bloody awful. I hate every minute of it. Um, but a lot of that, it, so the, the biggest leap is like the process because I have to know about somebody's business, like the money penny thing. Yeah. I have to know about them, find out what makes them unique, who their customers are, what they're offering, what are the right. real values here, how can we get this across, who who do they want to work with? Because yeah. it's not for everybody. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. know, it's like... Um, yeah, so you have to get all that. So the best way to do that is actually sit down and chat to them. So do it over Zoom or something like that. Um, but rather than make notes, there's an app called otter.ai. Okay. And it's a transcription service. So you can get things, so you can have a conversation, record it on Zoom or Skype or whatever, send it, or it will process it, and you'll get the words. So rather than asking somebody to fill in a form and say, right, what are the three main benefits of your offer? Mm. We can just casually chat about it. And if I'm chatting to you about magic or design building or something like that, you'll say words that you won't think of the benefits. But you know what? You'll capture, you'll capture yeah. a secret without actually realising yeah. you've, 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 it's been said. If I just said, oh, there's three people that could benefit from magic shows, you might do kids' parties, weddings and corporate events. But just the very act of talking to you about why you enjoy magic and what you like about it and how yeah. you got into it, you'll, you'll start thinking about the fact, oh, I build my own props and I do this. And, mm. and that might be something you could weave into the thing and say, actually, God, you know, he, he's, he's not only a magician, but it somebody who builds their own props and cares about how Denise Welsh is going to come on stage is... And speaks making to de- sure she doesn't die as yeah. well. Choked to death in the fuse. Now James sent nicotine in there. Denise, take a breath. <laughs> yeah, but that kind of stuff would be the kind of stuff that you go, well, it doesn't really matter. Or, oh, yeah, I do. And you tap into these things. So it's not like you would open on a phone call to a wedding client, oh, I make my own props. But if they found that somewhere on your wedding page, they go, 
oh, I like him. He he clearly cares about this. It yeah, speaks it, to a different value. It's not just kind of like, yeah, stock yeah. stuff. So the secret to that kind of stuff, the gold, is often in these little offhanded comments that we say without even realising it. So if you ask somebody to fill in the form, they'll give you all the details, but the, there's, there's other stuff there's there. Some nuggets so being able stuff. to chat to somebody for an hour yeah. about the business, and you can have questions like, who yeah, are you, you aiming this yeah. for? Who do you work well with? Tell me about something that went really well. Yeah. It's, it's a bit more free-flowing. You get better information than you would if you asked them to write it down because they just give you the details yeah, yeah, and yeah. they want to do it. And so, how, how have you found the experience? Has it been uh, sort of enlightening? Has it been stressful? Have you? Uh, has there been sort of bumps in the road or has it been sort of fairly free? I like the way you're only throwing bad things at me. Yeah. Stressful. <laughs> <laughs> because what I've job. heard... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. These three people that are paid to do copy for it, they hate you. Um, no, because it's weird because there is a templated kind of element to creating like... Um, uh, a, se- a sequence of emails you'd send after a lead magnet or something right. like that because you want to kind of build the know, like, and trust value and the factor, that kind of stuff. So there is a kind of templated process you go from that, from taking somebody from having no sense of trust to where they might actually buy something from you. So there is a little bit of a sequence there. But, yeah, it's good fun. And it's a it's a constant tweaking process because it can always be something different. It can always be better. It can always be different. So it's a back and forth, and it's good. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. I'm the kind of person that wants something to be one and done, but this will never be that. You'll, yeah, you'll create it's a something, process. and the client will go, yeah, I don't really like it. So, you know, Denise Welsh make up, well, I don't really like the colour green for the thing. Can you change it? Yeah, that's like anything. It's a, it's a collaborative process. And Absolutely. And you get precious of something. When you create yes. something, well, um, hang on, I need to say, if you can hear a dog barking in the background, <laughs> I've got a little yappy chihuahua who does not shut up. All right, so. It hates me, doesn't it? <laughs> it does hate you. It's strange. It like, I was say. likes everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> something about the evil that's inside you no um, the, any collaborative process is you, you kind of you you start you create something and you 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 get quite sort of protective it's your baby it. yeah. kind of thing so yeah you put it out there and you put it out there for critique because that's the whole point of it yeah. it's for somebody else you hand it out you go there you go and then they come back with oh I don't like this and at first how when dare you, do, you? Yes, it's how like, dare well you, you are wrong <laughs> I think you'll find you are wrong, my friend. Well, you're ugly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it, it, at first, it is. You know, I do design work for for different sort of companies, and and um, yeah, it, it is. It's one of those processes that it's you've got to you've just got to let it out there and, and yeah. not be precious about it. And 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 so, how have you found those first few kind of critiques? Where you, you're like, hang on a minute. You know what? I've not had the nightmare yet, and I suppose what I should do is prepare myself because there's going to be times, and I'm sure you've had this when you'll advise something and you go right this is the way it works this is this is the best way to do this like for for example there's a there's a copyright trick where somebody will say uh, virus, they'll launch something over email mm. and say right we've got 50 units left of this and they'll do a sequence of emails and then after the deadline's passed you'll get another one that says oh sorry we've just found three more in the warehouse or right. oh I sent you the wrong link so I'm just sending oh I'm going to extend it for one more day and you go no they didn't just find 10 yeah. extra units nobody does that and it it speaks of shade I don't like doing stuff like that but I imagine in your design work there's similar things where they want to do something and you know 
that it's not right or not going to work or yeah, and you go yeah, well but it it's also, their choice anyway at the end of the day it is their choice you know yeah. I, can, I can create something which I you know start with and I go there you go this is what, what based on your brief this is what I've created you put it out to them and it, it's there you know you've put it on the table yes or no is it in the in the realm of what you like and sometimes you come back no I'm not getting it just don't just don't feel it I've had instances where they start off with one brief and then just because they don't necessarily know what they want in the first place until they see something that they know isn't what they want. <laughs> and then, but you don't know what that is. So it's really difficult. You go, they go, oh, I, want, I started with one brief and they said, well, it's sort of like a movie kind of postery kind of, sort of vibe. So I did a movie kind of. A, That's quite vague, isn't it? It could be Frozen, but it, it could be yeah, Goodfellas. But, but I did a kind of movie sort of style sort of thing and came back and they went, no, but I kind of want it to be more sort of comical and, and cartoony. So no, not not a movie poster then. <laughs> so so it, it's that. It's okay. So you go back and you do something else, and then as you gradually kind of decipher what it is they've got in their head, if they know it or not, you then kind of come to find something at the end that you both think will work, and that's it. It's a collaboration of finding you know that 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 point in the process where yes we've hit the nail on the head now we've just got to refine this and just tweak it a little bit but sometimes it's straight on the nose that's it done perfect other times it's what percentage mm, of clients are those 50 50 really really sometimes people have no idea they just like somebody to put the idea forward for them and they go yep that's the one and other people who like to micromanage they're the hardest people they want to micromanage even to the point where they want to sort of like with design work they'll share a screen and go just move that up a little bit and that's that's yeah that's i only do that for 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 people who i know and my friends because (laughs) and even then that tests a little bit you know it's it's really really tricky and uh, for the person who does that if you're listening (laughs) you know who you are <laughs> oh, that would be a nice. But you see, I imagine design the uh, design work is a lot more. There's a lot more potential, isn't there, in design work because you come from a blank page to anything. No, I wouldn't say so. I think it's exactly the same. It's just a different medium. You know, I'm not a writer. I can write copy, but I'm not as good as you. And you know, I've seen some of your stuff, and that's it, 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 you approach things in a completely different way to me. I'm very just. They're the words that explain it, and <laughs> uh, does it explain it? Yes or no. And it's, you know, with, with design, it's the same kind of thing, isn't it? You can literally put the information on a page. Yeah. Or you can do it in a creative, different way, different styles, different sort of textures to things. And it, again, it's just displaying the information, but in different ways, using yeah. some form of creativity. So I think it's the same, but, you know, it's coming from a different angle, really. Yeah, definitely. It's it's the personal taste thing. And it, it, is, it is separating yourself from the work. Here's something I've created. It's not a dig at me if somebody doesn't like it or wants to change it. I don't have to, you know, and it is a, because at the end of the day, you want it to work for them as as much as possible because that's for both of your benefits. So, but yeah, it it is that kind of thing where you've slaved over this like eight email sequence for hours and then you hand it over and you go, oh, I don't like this, this, how dare you? Yeah. You get. It it can be a bit like, it kind of sort of, it stings a little bit. I don't like that. Or something that you really like and you're really, really proud and you go, that's it, when they read this, they are going to love it. They're going to be gathering, (laughs) come over here, Dave, read this, (laughs) this is the best thing, we're all going to, and you're going to walk in the office and going (laughs) to hold you up and they're going to, 
going to carry you or are they going to cheer? It's going to be a banner up and party poppers. And you go, no, we don't like it. You go, oh, what? Are you seeing the same thing that I am? What? How dare you? <laughs> um, Actually, I quite like that idea of just... Uh, Printing this copy, choosing the right font, and presenting it on a scroll, and handing it over, and it's carried across mountains by messengers, and, <laughs> and, a, and, and a hush falls over the crowd, and somebody looks at it. It's like the man from Del Monte moment. He goes, <laughs> "You know what? No, I don't like this. It's bloody awful." He says, "No." He says, "What?" <laughs> he says, "What?" Is that French for yes? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, so what, what's your, what are your plans with it, with this? Is it kind of a business thing? Is it just like an extension of what you do already? Or are you kind of rolling it out as a, as a kind of a, a well, thing? Well, I wanted to do it a bit more because we've talked about this before, about the fact that, you know, it's December now. When it's like, it's a time when you run up and down the country doing gigs and stuff like that. It's quite tiring. So, it, But it's also about learning something new. And I think... There's multiple revenue streams. We're, yeah. self, we're self-employed, you know. It, to have multiple revenue streams is always a good thing because when one thing is quiet, another thing is busy, you know, and it kind of comes in, in, in waves, doesn't it? And, and yeah. so it just... I think it also helps your confidence as well, knowing that you've got a few other skills. And I think, like, being able to talk in front of a crowd or something like that, being able to write something down and communicate an idea in words in a way that persuades people, is, is quite a good meta skill to have. Yeah. I talked on the last episode about apocalyptic skills and stuff like that, and I suppose this this kind of comes into that if you're trying to craft something that's going to influence people. It's a good skill to learn. It's an yeah. interesting one because a lot of it is about how people would react to this and how can you get the most impact from yeah. it. And that's quite interesting. You, so you learn a lot about human nature and the process that people... It's an interesting yeah, thing to I, dive into. I think. I think... You know, you learn different skills, and I think at some point on different projects, those skills always converge. Yeah. yeah, in some way, you know, you learn how to do one thing, and you you apply that to something else. You know, yeah. like it, you know, we talked about writing and public speaking. It's all communication, and I think the more different sort of ways that you can do that, you can use you've of more value. You know, you can you can offer more. Yeah. Um, and so I, you know, with what I do, I, it's all creative. It's creating something, you know, whether yeah. it be on stage, whether it be in sort of visual form or physical form, it's creating something. And, and so all the skills kind of at different times, you know, you, like I, I put sort of at the moment I'm working with a, a panto, so I'm putting some magic tricks into to that, that production. And that is, again, communicating with people, working with teams. It's knowing the sort of the technical things about the, the tricks that I do already or I've learned so that they can use. In, and making things as well. It's all conversions of, of, of the different things that I do already. Yeah. Just apply to different things. And so I think the more that you offer, the, the better, really. And it can only benefit the other things that you do, your other businesses. Yeah, it all, like I say, it all, all comes together and it's, um, it's it's interesting. Are you finding it stressful? Are you finding it, are you enjoying the process? Cause no, it, no, it, I'm it, enjoying it. Because it, it's... You know, have you put pressure on yourself to kind of, I've got to do so much, I need to do this? Or do you feel under pressure from your clients that you've got to deliver? Or what? We're... No, not so much pressure from clients because I think, I, I remember chatting to you about this, about design work and stuff, but it's, it's important to have good realistic expectations about and to be fair when i first did a few and did it for free uh, the expectation was i'll do this when i've got time to do it and we've talked about this you know on the last episode about having a deadline even if you don't need a deadline it's sometimes good to have one yeah just so just because it gets it, it's the end point when you can have everything's going to come together and it allows everything that comes before it to have a structure and stuff like yeah. that so I think even if you don't say we need a deadline and it's like flashing and a timer 
clicking down. I think in your own head, it's well, you know, let's give myself two weeks to do this. Yeah. How would I do this? And it just makes you just having a deadline makes you a bit more productive, a bit more focused on it. Yeah, and he gets it done because otherwise, yeah. sometimes projects can sort of sort of be a bit stragglers. You know, yeah. you don't. Have a necessarily... I'll get round to it, and the, you go. The, oh. There's a thing here that I'm, I'm, I'm on the shelf here that I'm building, and it's really just a kind of a hobby thing. What is that? It's kind of a, like a, I'm making a replica movie prop just because I fancied making something unusual. But is that the paper thing? Yeah, it's like a mock-up thing of, of what's going to be made out of metal. But it, it doesn't serve a purpose other than it's something that I'm tinkering away with. Yeah. It's the equivalent of making a model aircraft. You know, there's no deadline. Nobody's going to die if I don't make it. <laughs> and so as a result, it's kind of gone on the back burner for things that do have deadlines. Yeah. So maybe I should say I'm going to make it for that. Again, it's just a hobby thing, you know. So, you know, I think look, you're right. How, how did I not notice that? Yeah, I tend to scan rooms when I come in and go, right, what's going on there? You scan the, well, you're casing the joint, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, I am, yeah. I'm looking at the GIMP setup you've got going on. The, the <laughs> yeah, toys. ignore that. There's somebody in that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I look forward to hearing about the pro, the, uh, the progress and, and your different clients as well. Obviously, you won't be able to tell the specifics because it's, you know, confidentiality. But, um, but yeah, I'd be interested to hear how you're getting on. Yeah, it should that. be good. It's Like I say, it's... it's different coming at something from a new perspective and setting up systems rather than changing them so yeah. but that otter.ai it's quite a good thing if you're the kind of person that you're trying to transcribe anything yeah really. well i guess otter.ai would be good for if you've got a video because now a lot of um videos don't subtitles have subtitles, subtitles so rather than doing yeah. it i know youtube I, can do it automatically to an extent but yeah. it's not fantastic at it um, but they've yeah. got a free plan as well, so it's like up to so many minutes oh, right, you okay. can record and stuff like that. Great. So it's worth it's worth having a punt with. Yeah, uh, you you spoke a, a few podcasts, a few episodes ago about automating your emails. Are you still using that that software to do that to do? Because you said you sent all oh. your emails out in one go by accident. But yeah, have cold you... emails. Yes, yeah, the lemless thing. That's yeah, it, still lemless. using that. It's really good. And yeah. um, the money's in the follow up. Is is the thing. Uh, is a lesson from cold email and this program still does that so it's great yeah it's um it's still working still get me contacts and stuff and i've started using that for copywriting clients as well trying right. to find because i think so you're of, setting up that up system that system up for those clients as well yeah. so recommending it and the, i guess you can increase the number oh, no, no, of not things for me to get clients so oh, okay. okay um it, it, for clients who wanted to send automated emails and stuff like that something like MailChimp would be great or right. mail provider but for me what this allows me to do is get contact details to somebody who I think would be a good client right create a series of emails yep. over a certain and amount of time spam and them to death well, spam <laughs> I genuinely think it might be useful for them um, <laughs> they they beg to differ well they can unsubscribe <laughs> anytime I actually get your emails <laughs> <laughs> I'm printing them out and delivering them to you every but yeah I did send them all out on the same day that's once. brilliant that's yeah, fantastic class. <laughs> hi I can help you with your email can you help your own email first <laughs> you fool yeah. brilliant <laughs> Now, we spoke uh, a few episodes ago about our Instagram challenge. Yeah, About doing more on Instagram. And I, and I believe you've actually deleted the app <laughs> yeah, from your phone. Yeah. So that's going well for you. Well, I've done more. I've taken an action and deleted the app from my phone, yes. You, you did the um, uh, the Dave Allen getting things done. If it can be done in two minutes, it, it, you should do it right now. Yeah, so you absolutely. deleted the app because you could do that in literally 10 seconds. Congratulations. Now, Thank I, you. I, I wanted to kind of touch on, on some experiences with Instagram. And they aren't necessarily my experiences, but just my 
observation as a whole. All right. Um, I, uh, I've got a residency doing sort of magic at the weekends on a Sunday at a venue uh, in Chester called Opera Grill, which is like a kind of a music, it's got a music lounge, they have, like a, they have a gospel choir and band and everything. It's a fantastic sort of dinner show. Um, so I'm there every sort of Sunday evening doing the thing, wandering around doing magic. And it's quite a young, kind of trendy, fashionable thing. I feel really old. <laughs> But I try to kind of play like... I hate gigs like that. When you go and you go, like proms, and you go, oh yeah. my God, I feel like I'm a chaperone. This is it. It's, you know, it is a bit, but it's fantastic. And, you know, it's it's great. So it's a lot of glamorous, you know, women and trendy guys and all that kind of thing. But what I've found is is that a lot of the time when I come to do magic, they don't, they don't, they're not expecting it. You know, yeah. I just come up and say, hi, this is what we're going to do. Would, you know, let's, let's have some fun. And so it's a surprise. Hello, this is what we're going to do. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you know, you're open. yeah, this is it. This is, I'm going to do some magic. You're going to sit there and smile. And then, and then you, when I go, you're going to slag me off to the management. No. Um, I, so I, we're going to do some magic. The first thing a lot of the time, more so girls actually than, 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 than blokes is, the the phones come up, and they literally it. watch the whole experience. They they have the whole experience through the their phone. I hate it. And they're doing it so they can tag it on Instagram, and it's almost like I don't know. It's um whether it's be- the culture that we've created with social media is that I've got to create this this Im- image that my life is better than yours. Look how wonderful I am, which essentially it is. Yeah. Now that might be like from our perspective, from a business perspective, you're creating a increasing your profile or keeping in contact with your clients so that they know what you're doing and, and you know that kind of thing but from a personal perspective you know these young girls trying to impress other girls they dress up really glamorously and and then it's like all pout into the cameras and videoing it and so they do they video the whole thing and so I often I have to say to them yeah, you can video it. That's fine. Do that. But also watch it as well. Why not it, watch it? Hold it, but don't watch me. Don't watch the camera. Watch me. Yeah. And sometimes I've actually worked into the routines where at the end, for the the big sort of finish, I will take the phone off them and I will film them, experience, their reaction. So I will film the reaction to the trick so that they That's can a good watch idea. back. And also it's better for them. So if they tag it on Instagram. Yeah that they get the whole experience rather mm. than just two hands doing a, a trick you know yeah. it's, it's it's a really st- strange thing that I've experienced you know and but, you know I, I don't I don't know whether it's a good thing or a bad thing from from a profile perspective for me it's good because we talked about getting more sort of activity on on Instagram and Facebook my Instagram sort of activity is been boosted uh, uh, like dramatically via yeah. it because like, a lot of people tag me and also the, this this venue has quite a lot of celebrities come in and and they tag me like one day my instagram i was having dinner after after i'd finished in the restaurant and my instagram was like pinging 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 and, the, and one of the girls who um who'd, who tagged me in this thing was sat just like like next almost just along from us and it was pinging, pinging off this girl. And I was like, who is this girl? I, d- I didn't know who it was. And so I looked on her profile and it was Les Dawson's daughter. Remember the comedian Les oh, Dawson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's his daughter who pinged me. I didn't have a clue who she was. She does things for MTV. And so like all her followers were pinging likes and this and tags. And, and, and it, you know, it, so the power of it is, is, is massive, but it's based on somebody else's influence and not necessarily yours. Um, yeah. But going back to a funny story, I said I had to tell you something. 
we spoke in a, in a previous episode where I said that I met um, Stephen Gerrard at a gig. Name drop, name drop, name, name drop. Name drop. Clang. I um, should make a noise when you do that. I'll hit the ground. But, so, so, but I didn't know who he was. Right. And my cousin was annoyed with me because this he was the captain of the, the England football team and I didn't know who Stephen Gerrard was. And I thought that he was Michael Owen. I just immediately thought, oh, I recognise him. Michael Owen, because it's yeah. the only footballer name that kind of sprang to mind. That's what Liverpool is. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad to say I'm not the only one who knows nothing, <laughs> nothing about football. Well, last week, the week before, I met Michael Owen. <laughs> And I didn't recognise Stephen, him. Stephen, <laughs> how are you? I didn't recognise him. It was only when, he was like, he was there with his family, and so he was with the group, and it was only when somebody else came over to have a photograph with him, I thought, he must be somebody famous if they yeah. have a photograph. So I kind of did a bit of deduction work, and, and in the end, I went, oh, it's Michael Owen, and I just thought it was hilarious that I'd wrestled all <laughs> yeah. He was somebody else. I just knew the name, and but yeah, sorry, about Michael. <laughs> he was lovely. He was he was really nice. Did you tell him the joke? Or was it just you chuckling to yourself? I didn't mention. It. I thought it would be uh, that I'd mistaken uh, Stephen Jones. Maybe that's an insult. I don't know. I don't know whether you know. It, but he was very nice. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was hilarious that I'd mistaken the two people. <laughs> and now I've met both. I only know two footballers. I've mistaken them both for each other. That's like yeah. That's so, like, uh, that was that was hilarious. But yeah. So did the, he follow in, you on in, on Insta? Um, to be honest, I don't. I bet you just have an Instagram account. I think one of the sugar, not the sugar babes, the Atomic Kittens. See, this is she the Atomic me. Kittens. <laughs> not a wrestling stable. <laughs> Welcome from the left <laughs> in the red corner, the yeah. Atomic. Yeah, one of the Atomic Kittens. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you, you, so yeah, it, you, it is do a, you get pictures play- with all these people then? Yeah, do all that, you know, because it's again, it's for profile, you know. It's all, it's all about profile. So I'm trying to increase that kind of thing, and it is really, really good. For for you know for for that and, and for clients and stuff yeah it just gives it a bit more credibility and 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 it's nice to meet them and and but I don't a lot of the time I, I, they're not celebrity to me because I don't recognise them so <laughs> uh, you know it, again you're just chatting with them normally and 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 it's nice it's it's just it's just fun and and um, you know it's a, it's a story to tell isn't it so I still yeah. have this mental block about Instagram because it feels like a game it feels like I'm collecting you know like Pokemon when you go around you, uh, Pokemon Go you collect things yeah it, that's what it feels like to me it doesn't yeah. feel like something deep and meaningful it, it feels like uh, I've just sna- I found it in Russian the toilet's an uh, opera excellent grabber. not that you're doing that but you know I what I mean I didn't <laughs> I find it in Russian but I didn't find it in the toilets hang on well, let's not start that story <laughs> Let's, let's, let's not lock that on the head. We can right edit away. that. So you say, found in rushing the toilets. Um, stop that. Edit. Um, yeah, it feels like a game. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it so just you can feels get like the highest like, number, isn't it? Yeah, you can it get feels the like. Score. So the magician who could get the highest number of people. So if you work in London or you work in, I don't know, you you just happen. I mean, you know, there were stories that magicians were getting photos in Madame Tussauds with oh, celebrities yeah. like that they're pretending they pretending they've met the real yeah, person yeah you go, well, or photoshopping the head of somebody else onto or their head onto one of the other mannequins so it looks like they're stood next to him yeah yeah and, and, and now that's crazy though isn't it it is it is and it's but that's it, creating a false perception of, of absolutely of it, isn't it you know and 
and and that's a dangerous game, isn't it? If it's oh, yeah. fake Anytime, news, isn't it? It's yeah. fake news. I and guess. it's what I don't like about the copywriting when they say, "Oh, look, we've found fifty more boxes of this. We can extend the sale." And you go, yeah. "No, you haven't. That's a, You're lying." That, with that kind of thing, that's a numbers game, isn't it? Because not everybody's going to fall for it. Yeah. But some people will fall for it. But it's the damage that you do to the people who don't fall for it, who may have bought from you in the future. Exactly. Um, so it's false perception. So yeah, I, you know, it's like. Well, you know, actually, one example, one example of giving false perceptions and, you know, righting the wrongs is like the girl, Les Dawson's um, uh, daughter. She's called Charlotte Dawson. And she's, she's, she has all these pictures of being really, really glamorous on Instagram and, you know, these parties and, you know, she looks great and everything. But then she she shows she the opposite. She shows the opposite. So she'll show the Instagram, the reality, and the reality is sometimes pictures of her just waking up with no makeup on. Yeah. Where, and it's and it's been done with humour. But I also think it's a good thing because it gives a balance between I'm not taking this too seriously. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, I'm creating this image, but I'm not taking it too You're seriously. You're kind of breaking the fourth wall, aren't you? Yeah. I, th- I think it's the difficult, scope It's for a that. difficult balance to do that, I think. And I'm not great for it. You know, I'm not great for making fun of myself. You know, maybe I should do a bit more, you know, protect myself. I, sometimes you, 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 you have a danger of taking yourself too seriously. And that comes yeah. across as arrogant. And maybe, maybe you know, you know I'm guilty I, of that a little I, bit. I think this is the thing for me. I think the scope for it in magic... But I don't want to put my tricks on Instagram because I, I want I want I them don't to have exp- that many. <laughs> yeah. Well, a there's that, isn't there? Because if you think about it, you see different people all the time. So why would you yeah. do new tricks every week? You you spend time honing your app. Well, this is this is true. So well, a lot on of Instagram, artists- yeah, I do the same kind of effects at the restaurant. They film it. You get the same trick on on Instagram. I do other ones, but it's yeah. often those ones that they film. You know. But without revealing spoilers, anything like card to mouth or card to impossible location. Yeah. You know. You can catch people a second time with that, but you, you don't want to put that on Instagram because because yeah. Everton, I'll have people go like uh, with a cup routine. I do. They'll, they'll say, "Show me the one with the lines." You go, "You've yeah. just revealed the yeah. ending." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you can clue them in and say, "Next time, ask me for yeah. shut this. it." <laughs> show your gob. I'm an artist. Just, I'll do what I want. Uh, just to let the listeners know, you, um, John, uh, you got residency doing magic at Everton, Fo- Everton Football Club. Yeah. yeah, Michael Owen doesn't play for them. It, does he not? I don't know. <laughs> I think both Michael Owen and Steven Gerrard are swear words at Everton. Play? Do they still play? I don't know. Uh, probably not. No. Yeah, so I do residencies there. And you'll see the same people, and they'll ask you to come over and do tricks for their family and friends, which is great. It's a great honour to do that, and it's yeah. lovely. And they, and they want to sh- join in the magic as well. But, yeah, if you put it on Instagram and reveal the trick, they already know. So if, yeah. you, if you've got a distinctive prop, like a gold cup, and you yeah, bring it out, is. you go, I've, I've seen, seen this that. one. Wait until you see the end. Yeah, it's, it's a fine balance, isn't it? It's a fine balance with what you put out there, what's of value, what's of interest, yeah. what, and what gets followers often it's just other people's influence unfortunately there's there's a thing called an influencer now yeah and that isn't based on anything other than that people they've got they've gathered this crowd that that listens to them and 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 that's the kind of world we live in you know and uh, it's a it's, it's, a, it's, it's a strange very, it's a strange it's, strange journey. it's built on nothing and it's like that kind of thing where they had recently where real house uh, real housewives of cheshire put contacted a restaurant in chester and said oh well if you give us a free meal, we'll tweet out your thing. And the restaurant took offence to that, and there was a bit yeah. of backlash against it. It's like it. It. I don't know. I just don't like the fact it's all easy and it can be faked and stuff like that. I, I think I had speaking about people filming you. I had the weirdest one. So a guy put his camera on selfie mode, 
and then held it behind him. Right. So he was in the frame and I was in the frame. So I could see his phone and see what I was looking like while performing yeah. the trick. And halfway through the trick, I thought... I said to him, I said, this is the weirdest thing ever. He said, yeah, I, I don't know really what I was going for. But he was watching <laughs> the camera so that I was in frame, watching behind. And I'm like, why can't you just watch it here now? Yeah. I mean, the, it's been it, in the moment, isn't it? It's We want to capture everything for longevity, thinking that, oh, I watched this back. But you never, ever watched the videos. No. And, and plus, I, we've actually designed our act so it works face-to-face. Yeah. So I want you to look at me at key moments, not just for misdirection, yeah. but because I might say something funny, but they'll miss lines when yeah. they're watching it yeah. through. Yeah. And it's, I, I, it's a different experience, isn't yeah, it? It's, it's, but I like your idea of... Filming them at certain moments, I think that that's the kind of. Also, I would tag a, video, a little thing on the end, so I would turn it around and I'd say something to the camera, so that they've got the whole experience. Oh, you should uh, say, Andrew Green, on a mystery yeah. not going <laughs> Call me on 079. So our battle with uh, with Instagram continues. And Have you actually watch found it? Beneficial, though. Have you enjoyed it? Yeah, um, yes, I think it's it's been a, it's been a process. I, I don't, I still don't think it's great, but I know it's it's something that I need to kind of fall in with because the audience or the culture in that environment is totally keyed up with it. As I say, I've, I've I've put my Instagram account on my business card for the first time, so people can tag that. Yeah. For that reason, that actually um, makes a lot of sense. Just to have one place to send them to yeah. and get in contact with you. You know, and it's I have had inquiries and different things off Instagram. So yeah, I, again, it, I probably could do more, but I'm happy with the balance that I've got at the moment. I don't think I'd want to do it all the time, but yeah, it's um yeah, it's a continued sort of process, and I'll I'll sort of keep you updated. I might reinstall the app. So, <laughs> I was going to say it then. <laughs> that's it for episode number seven of Midlife Curiosity. Hope you've enjoyed it. Um, again, if you've got any questions or you've got any comments, then drop us an email on the correct email address, yes. which is mcpodcast at mail.com. Mail.com, not Gmail as it was before. So, mcpodcast at mail.com. Do all the likes and shares and reviews subscribes. and subscribes and all that kind of thing. Tell your friends. Eat carbohydrates. Do all that. No, don't eat carbohydrates. <laughs> <Sorry>. Don't. <laughs> Don't do that. Eat Tullock's tea cakes. No, don't do that. <laughs> but um, so this is possibly our last episode recording before Christmas. So oh. I'd like to wish you a very, very Merry Christmas, John. And I should do the same. But you're not going <laughs> to. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you. So have a great Christmas if you're listening to this at Christmas. If you're listening to this in summer, I'll see you at Christmas. <laughs> I'll see you next time. Part of the plan. We ain't gonna stand for no weirdness out here. Welcome to Midlife Curiosity. Curiosity.